What's up and welcome back to Interview Nugs. I'm your host, ADC, and today we are joined by the talented singer-songwriter, John Greska. How are you doing today and are you ready to answer some questions? I'm, I'm doing great and, you know, I'm super ready, but we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, how, are, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, you know, could be, good, could be better, could be worse, and that's, that's life. So let's uh, jump into these questions. Excited. All right, this first question is, kind of an icebreaker. Um, how many holes are in a straw? I can't believe I had to think about that for so long. There's, there's two, there's two holes in a straw. Okay. Two holes. No wrong answer in this question. Uh, I don't have a definitive, definitive answer myself. So just a nice little icebreaker. All right. The next question is what would you attribute your success to? Um, I don't, I feel like, um, I want to say the, the support of the people around me and it's, it's hard because the music, I would say, I'm always doing it by myself. You know, I'm, I'm writing it by myself. I'm recording it by myself. I'm, I'm doing the singing like, and I, the studio, I'm doing it like in my bathroom with like blankets on the wall. And so everything I really do by myself. And so um, everything really comes down to the, the support of people around you telling you they, that you can do it, that they really like what I'm making, that um, just that to keep going. And that's, I don't know, I don't, I don't really know how much more I can, because that's an important step, you know, that to have, even if it's not, you know, you're not at the, the level of where you want to be yet, it's important that when you're on the journey, because that's an important part, the, the journey of music making to have someone there helping you and the people that help you are arguably more important than not even arguably, they are more important than when you reach the, the level that you're trying to get to. I don't know if that, I don't know if that even makes sense or if I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but in my head, I guess that kind of makes sense. That makes sense to me too. It's kind of like on, along the way of your journey, you have to have gratitude for the people that are there for you. Yeah. And that's good. You have a, a good support system that, that lets you know like, hey, you're, you're on the right path and we love what you're doing and so that's a, that's a good thing that you have. I, li I like that. All right, this next question is a little deep one. How do you deal with fear? Uh-oh. Um, that's a really tough one. That's a really tough one, ADC. Um, it's hard because I don't feel like there's always a really good way to, to deal with fear. Like sometimes it just kind of happens. Um, when, when I can deal with fear, you know, I feel like it, it helps to have a good support system. Um, when I don't have people around me, I feel like it helps to, to know that that it kind of, it kind of, there's no point in having fear. There's, you know, there's a point in having 
I don't know how to describe it, but there's, there's this book called Dune. I don't know if you've heard of it or that the, there's this movie coming out this year that I'm really excited for, but there's this um, quote in the book, um, uh, fear is the mind killer. And I feel like I always come back to that when I'm scared um, that any fear that you have, it just kind of, it just kills. It's not like other emotions that you have that are constructive, like even other negative emotions like sadness or anxiousness or stuff like that, that can help you in some way that can be supportive because sadness can help deal with maybe things that are that you need to expel. Like if you're sad about something, you can deal with your sadness in some way. Fear is just getting in the way of where you need to go. And I just kind of remember that quote, that fear is just stopping you. And again, I feel like it helps to have someone to talk to about that. Um, but when I don't, it's a little harder. Um, but I remember that. I remember that it's just killing you. It's killing your progress. And, and I don't know how much more I can go off of that. But for now, at the point where I am, that's what I do when I'm scared. Okay. I've heard a lot about Dune. And yeah. like, I've seen like the, the older movie that came out. And um, I've read a lot of things where it's like, um, it's not, it's, 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 it's something very inspiring. So I'm, I really, I, I should really look into that book and maybe read that one. Cause. Yeah. I mean, I'm really into those genres, like, like sci-fi and fantasy and stuff like that. And I think, I think it's really good, but because I'm into those genres, I don't know if you're into sci-fi and stuff like that. Um, I think it's really good. I don't know <laughs> if you are. I am. Not. So I, I need to, I need to look into that. All right. This next question is, what moment or moments that you can share had the greatest impact on your life and what lessons can we learn from them? Like, like in my entire life or like in my musical life? Uh, could be either one. Uh, if you could give me both answers, I'll take both. That, that'd be great. Okay. Um, I guess in, um, I guess to start small, like in my in my musical life, um, I always felt like um, like I would be the one putting out my music and throwing it out and stuff like that. And you still and I still am. Like self promotion is important, and and you always should self promote your music and make sure that you are telling people that. Um, music that you are putting out your own music so that they know that you're putting out music but this latest release I put out um I put it out on social media and stuff like that and people started coming to me and being like I just heard your latest music which was stuff that hadn't happened before. Like they usually didn't come to me. I usually had to go to them. And so it's really cool when it starts going the other way. And that really had um, a big impact on me, I guess you could say in terms of 
inspiring me to keep going in um, a musical direction. Um, in terms of like my life and stuff like that, um, I have epilepsy, which is like, um, it's a disability that uh, where you have seizures and stuff like that. And um, for a long time, I thought I would never be able to really do anything or because it's just, um, it's not as serious as other people's epilepsy is um, mine, but it just makes you think that like you wouldn't be able to do anything because of the level, because of how much it's affected the other areas of my life. And so being able to do music, it's just been really helpful for me because of the way I can express myself and because of how much it's, just because of the way I can express myself, I guess you can say, because of how I can put myself into my music. And I guess that's the point where I can say it's had the most impact in my life so far, because it really helps putting, um, mixing my life with my creativity. Um, I think, cool, I I think like that. if that makes sense, I don't know. So just uh, having something that you thought of as being a setback in your life and then realizing it's not really that and you can do whatever you want type type of yeah. feeling, right? Yeah, that's I a like good that. way to put words to it, yeah. I like that, I like that. Let's do a little PSA right now because with these interviews, I, I wanna promote people, I wanna promote the show, but I also wanna promote um, helping people. So you in, in your condition with epilepsy, um, a while ago, I had a coworker that had a seizure on the job uh -huh. and I had no clue what to do. None of my coworkers had anything to do, knew exactly what to do. So in a situation like that, what is what is the thing that w people like us that are unaware? What should we do if we encounter someone who's having a, a seizure or an epileptic episode like that? Um, it depends. Um... Like if you know the person has epilepsy, you should talk to them before because you probably shouldn't call an ambulance because if they have lots of seizures, it just gets really expensive to go to the hospital every time they have a seizure. Um, you should, You should put something under their head because if they're doing the, the like the flailing kind of seizure, um, they so they won't keep uh, hitting themselves on like something hard or something like that. Uh, if they're if they're like in the air when they uh, you see them begin to convulse, you should watch them to make sure they don't hit something on the way down. Um, and. I haven't discussed this with my parents too much because I'm the one having the seizure. So, um, and that's really bad of me. I should get into the rules more, but I'm pretty sure that um, you should lay them on their side in some way so that they don't choke on their saliva or vomit in some form, but I'm pretty sure it's the side and the pillow but for sure watch that they don't hit their head on something hard. And 
if if you know that they're epileptic and they and you they have and you, they you have their permission uh, to not call an ambulance. But if it looks very serious, then then you should call an ambulance. That's something you should talk about personally with them because I am at a state where when I go to work or something like that, I tell my bosses, I tell my bosses not to call an ambulance because at the frequency I have them, uh, I would be bankrupt with all the amounts of times that I would have to be sent to the, uh, to the hospital. Um, so it depends. Um, and, um, okay, so I see that. Yeah. I see it's, a, it's more about like communication because in my case, yeah. I was totally unaware that this coworker of mine had uh, epilepsy. So I guess if I would have known before and maybe we had communicated beforehand, then the situation might not have been as scary as for my myself and the, my other coworkers. Uh -huh. So I, I guess that's that's the main thing that I'm taking away from our conversation is communication. Communication. Yeah. Some people some people have seizures in clusters, um, which means they have them um, like uh, many times in a row. Um, if they do that, they'll carry uh, an emergency medicine on them, and so. Uh, that's that's also a part of communication because they can't give themselves the emergency medicine. You have mm, to be yeah. the one to give them the emergency medicine. Um, and so you give them the emergency medicine so that they don't have the next set of clusters. Um, and so it's all about communicating with uh, the person that if is so that you know if they have epilepsy, but what the main rules are watch if you see them falling so they don't hit them so that they don't hit anything and then put a pillow under them and again the one i'm not sure about is if you should put them on their side their side or not but i'm pretty sure that's a rule too so that they don't choke or anything okay yeah i like that um sorry to get off track for the no no it's, it's important it's very yeah, important it's, so i like i like that we um we discussed that so all right, now that we got off track there, where am I at? Um, <laughs> okay, this next question, another deep question. If you could know the complete and honest truth to one question, what would you ask? Oh my gosh. Um, okay, I guess, oh jeez. I guess just to, to I have to, I have to think I have to. Oh, I should have said this at the beginning. If you have any questions that you want to skip, or if you want to say, Oh, let me think about it. We'll come back to it. You have that option. I'm totally open to everything. And it's totally up to you. If you want to skip this one and leave it to the end, maybe you'll think about it or it's totally up to you. No, I'm gonna, if I had anything, I wanted to know the complete and honest truth about you know, yeah, I will think about it. <laughs> okay. I will save that one to the end. This next one, you might um, do the same thing. This is a very tough one for most of the guests. Um, what is your earliest memory? Um, I feel like I do know that. I feel like my earliest memory is um, my brother used to play baseball and I was sitting like on a on like a tree branch um 
And because it's very foggy, I feel like that's the only thing I remember. Like he was at, he was playing baseball and I was sitting on a tree branch. And then like, I kind of fell off the tree a little bit. But when I described that memory to my parents, they were like, no, that didn't happen. But I remember, I remember it like, like, I feel like that happened, but they say, no, that didn't happen. So I don't know. <laughs> Memories are weird things. It's like um, we can we can adjust them in our mind and customize them to whatever. I, I really don't know. So it's memories are a very funny thing. So I like that answer that you had other people to refute your actual memory. And <laughs> no, that's not the way it went down. So that's a good one. All right. This next question, another lighthearted one. If you had to be an animal, which animal would you pick? Um, I think I would be a, um, um, I think I would be a kangaroo. Kangaroo. I like that they have like a pocket so that I could, I feel like the hardest thing about about just like existing right now is that I have to carry so many things. And I don't really, um, I shouldn't say that I don't like them because they're very useful, but I don't really like how cargo shorts look. Um, I mean, I like them, but I just don't like the, I like them, I'll say, I'll just say I like them. But I like that the kangaroos have like the pocket right there. And then I also like that they can jump so high, which I feel would be really fun to, Play around with so i'm gonna go with kangaroo all right kangaroo that was the first first answer of kangaroo i've had on the show so i like that one what seems to be a really common or does everyone say a different animal pretty much a different person different animal every person but um yeah uh, specifically like kangaroo for the reasons you said for the pouch and stuff like that that's a very interesting answer i would think so i like that one i like that one all right, this next question is, who or what are some of your influences? Um, so I like um, the Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, okay. They're an old band that um, they fuse rock with um, like classical instruments, um, like from orchestras and stuff like that. Um, but they're my only, like, they're my only pre, they're, they're my only 20th century influence, I feel. I feel like a lot of the bands I like, I mean, I like a lot of 20th century bands, but all of my influences, I would say, are from the 20th, 21st century. Um, like, I like uh, fun, like the people who made um, we Are Young and Some Nights. Um, and I like, um, I forgot their names, but they're the people who made uh, Kids. Kids. Uh, uh, dun, 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 is that, dun, is that dun, MGMT? MGMT, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and I like them. And I'm a really big uh, Kesha, um, Kesha fan. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm a really big uh, 
I, I'm a fan of fusion. So like, I, I feel like fusion in music is really fun. And so um, I'm a fan of AJR. I don't know if it seems like if you go on, uh, they, were, they did like Sober Up and um, Bang Bang Bang. Um, I feel like if you go on like those music review sites, people say their music is really cheesy. And I mean, it is, but um, I just, I like their, their style. Um, and I don't know, those are my, those are my, um, and uh, this will be weird, but I really like My Chemical Romance too. Nothing wrong with any of those answers. <laughs> Nothing wrong. We all got our little uh, things that we feel we should be ashamed of, but it's not. Nah, it's just your flavor, your taste and stuff like that. And yeah, that was, I like that. I like how you, you, you categorized it by century too. That was, <laughs> that was very interesting as well. So, okay. This next question is, what is a secret that you wish to share that could improve the lives with the people watching? And the same options arise for this question as, as before, if you want to skip it and save it to the end or it's up to you. Well, I mean, it's hard because I don't feel like I have a secret. Like, I feel like my secret would have been that like I had epilepsy and I feel like, like we, like we did the PSA, like that would have been my, cause I don't have any more like things like that or anything. Um, I'll think more about it, but I don't okay. Think. So like, we, I don't we, have, we might so have we already, already hit this question already. Okay. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. If you think of something when we I'll come think, back, I'll so think we... more about it. And, uh, okay. So the next question is when you're feeling sad, what is something that you do to make yourself feel happy or at the least not feel sad anymore? Um, I like watching, um, like YouTube has like those like two minute snippets from your favorite shows or I think they're called like shorts or something. Yeah. Um, like I'm a really big fan of, of Schitt's Creek and, mm. and Veep. It's like an HBO show about politics with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And so I just watch two minute snippets from like, shows and then i end up like for an hour or something like that just watching like when well, i could have watched like four episodes of that of the, at that actual show when i've ended up watching like 30 or 40 two minute snippets from the the show itself but i just i watch i guess i would just say i watch youtube but i want to make it seem less i watch i watch my show so just Taking your mind out of the place. Yeah, that I it just is take my just, mind off of it. Like Sometimes a video I'll go stream. on Spotify. I like that. I mean, I find myself doing that too. I'll just be on like uh, Instagram or TikTok, and I'll be like watching little clips, and it's just like, oh, it's time for bed. What what happened <laughs> with the day? <laughs> so I I can relate to that one. All right, this next question is a lighthearted one. What is your favorite meal or meals? Um. I'm a huge spaghetti fan. 
um, like just like just the noodle and I'll have it in any form. I'll have it with red sauce. I'll have it with white sauce. I'll have buttered noodles. I don't, I don't know why, but spaghetti and or linguine or, you know, the little noodles. I don't know. I love noodles. It's my, and there's no other food that stacks up to it. It's my favorite food and nothing comes close to it ever. So do you have like a, like a affinity for just twirling your noodles on the fork or something? Do you like other pastas or just, just the noodle types? No, I will have, I'll, I'll have bow tie. I love bow tie noodles. I love the, like the twirly noodles. Um, I, I don't know what other noodles there are, but I just, I love the, maybe, it, maybe it's all the carbohydrates that are in there, but I love, I just love noodles or whatever you'd call the the general food group of it i love it the pasta the pasta <laughs> that's the hard <laughs> one all right i like that one i like pasta too so that's a good answer i had some a couple nights ago all right this next one is another lighthearted one where is your favorite place Just in general, just my favorite place in general. In general. Um, could be a specific location, could be like abstract, like, oh, within the company of my friends or just whatever comes to mind. What's your favorite, where, where do you like to be? Um, well, I do definitely like being in, in the company of my friends. I feel like, um, it helps take my mind off of things like um, it helps take the stress away and it does um, help at the same time. It does help me. Um, I wouldn't say like practice socializing, but it helps me like come out of my shell a lot more. And it just, it I feel like fully John, when I'm in, when I'm there, I feel like a full person when I'm in the company of my friends and I feel like I can be myself fully. Um, I would also say um, I really like Epcot um, and I like the movie theater. Um, I just want to go see uh, In the Heights um, it's a shame that it didn't make like its money back or anything. Um, is that the, um, Lin-Manuel? Yeah. The musical. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. Do you recommend it? Um, I do. I do recommend it. Um, it was really good. It was really, really, if you're into musicals, it's a must see. If you're not into musicals, it's a, it's very good. It's, you know, rent on DVD and definitely see so you can pause it and watch it with subtitles because it's hard to listen to all the rapping and it's like three and a half hours long. Um, but it's very good. Um, all right. and, and I'm definitely going to watch Dune in theaters. I think everybody's favorite place right now, well, not everybody's, but a lot of people are just looking forward to getting back into the actual theaters and watching movies like that. So that's a good answer. I like that one. 
All right, this next question, where are we at? Oh, let's let's go back to this favorite place. You said that you 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 enjoy being in the company of your friends. What is the place that you would enjoy the most in the company of your friends? Could be like a bar or the movie theaters or just chilling at the house. Or... We we usually chill at a house, um, and we would you know we would we be at, we're at a house. Sometimes we play um, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, sometimes it's just watching TV. You know, we can just sit on a couch and watch TV, and it still feels like you're just with your friends. You know. Cool, I like that. So it doesn't matter the place, just as long it as... It doesn't matter, as long as you're with your friends, you know, you're with your friends. I feel like that's, like, really good friendship. It doesn't matter what you're doing, just when you're together, you're together. All right. Even I'm if you're like on, like, one. a Zoom meeting. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy being on these Zoom meetings. It's one of my favorite places, to be honest, <laughs> doing these interviews. All right, so the next question is... What is a change you wish to see in the world and do you see it coming to fruition? Um, there's a lot of changes I feel um, that need to happen. Um, I feel like one of the most important ones probably should be climate change um, because that would be important for the, the survivability for the, the physical portion of the planet itself, which would, which would allow more time for the rest of the changes that need to happen. Um, I think it's super important. Do I think it'll happen? I think it can happen. Um, and I think it could happen if more younger people got involved. Um, and I think younger people are getting involved. Um, I think it could happen. Okay. So you kind of touched up on the follow-up the follow-up question. The follow-up question is what can we do, you and me? to make this change come to fruition. So just getting more involved, that's a good answer. I guess, Any? would you elaborate on that? What could we do to possibly fight climate change? Well, I think there's different things different people can do. Like, I know there is these, like in some places, um, they plant new trees like every day, like where the trees got burned down, they plant new trees every day. And so um, some people, they stopped eating um, meat because um, I think it was like cow burps. Uh, the methane goes through the ozone layer or something like that. I don't know too much about that, but apparently that's a thing. And I know, you know it's hard to be like, you know, just stop eating meat, but um, I don't know, I guess. I, I think that requires more research or like from me, not from the scientists, but like I need to look into that more. Um, we'd also, it's just, we need to inform other people. Once we inform ourselves, we need to inform the people who don't want to listen so that, so that they know that, you know, this issue affects them too. Um, it's a matter of getting informed and then informing others after that. Sweet. So like a, awareness. Awareness. But then doing things too. Awareness and action. <laughs> awareness and action. <laughs> all right. All right. I like that one. Okay. This next question is, 
another lighthearted one. I like to switch it up, you know, go back and forth. Yeah. What is a superpower you wish you had? Um, it's hard because I really want invisibility because I'm a fan of like, um, I'm a really big fan right now of like sneaking around the corner and scaring people. So I wouldn't say it's hard. I don't know why I said it's hard in the beginning. Um, it's easy. Uh, I would want invisibility because I love sneaking around the corner and scaring people. Sneaky, sneaky, man. All right. <laughs> it's always fun to scare people, especially when you know that they have those big reactions. of like, <laughs> ah, so, those are always fun. So I like that one. Okay. The next question. This is another deep one. How do you deal with anger? Um, so like, honestly, like if I'm really honest, I wouldn't say I don't get angry, but like, like I don't, not outwardly. Like I just like keep it. Um, and it's not like a good thing, but I don't really deal with it that much. Um, and so I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have an answer. I mean, like I do, I mean, I guess that's my answer. I just, I just, I don't, I don't really do anything with it. Um, I guess maybe sometimes when it's too much, I'll like talk to someone and that's, that's good. A good thing to do for um, people who um, are angry, you know, talk to someone about it, but I don't really do that too often. Um, I feel like that's such a masculine answer. It's like, oh, just bury it, <laughs> bury it down deep and forget about it until later. I don't know. It's just a lot of people have different answers for this. And what you, what you said, um, talking to people is a very great answer and a lot of a common answer for people. So do that more when next time you get angry, talk to talk to your friends. All right. I, I will. I'll try. All right, this, uh, this is the last of the interview questions, and then we'll Aww. circle back to the ones that we uh, skipped. What made you get into what you do? Um, okay, so I, I've always really liked music. I feel like that's so, yeah. Um, but um, around like high school, like senior year, I started like um, like writing music like on a DAW, a DAW or uh, whatever, and um, and I had like a collection. I, I'm not. I wasn't really gonna write music that I could sing or anything like that. I wasn't into that stuff. I was into compositional music, like instrumental music, but I was into like. I wouldn't call it classical music, but instrumental music, like fusion music, like instrumental music that was, um, had made use of classical instruments at the same time, it used just a little tiny bit of electronic instruments. And um, not only did I not want to show a lot of people, but the people like that I did show it to, they weren't really like a big fan of it just because I didn't really mix them well because it was such a weird combination of instruments, at least the way I mixed them. And so then in high school, I tried in uh, college, I tried again, um, with like a, a different way I combined the instruments. Um, 
like electronic and classical. Um, and it was okay. It was pretty good. Um, but I realized I just needed to like expand my horizons a little bit more. So I decided I'd do that fusion of classical and electronic instruments, but I needed to have like a little bit of vocals on top of it. And I tried writing it for different artists, but I couldn't really find an artist that, at least not at my level yet, um, uh, like just some random person online, cause I didn't know anyone. Um, I, so I tried writing music with like vocals for it. And so I just um, wrote the, the aiming at the stars. And so I guess that's how I got to aiming at the stars. I was trying to do my original style, um, electronic classical or classical with a dash of electronic um, with a broader sense of uh, vocals on top of it. And then now I've got um, the new uh, Suburban Child coming out. When is that coming out? Uh, August 23rd. All right, August 23rd. Yeah, I really like your style, how you said it's like a fusion of classical and like modern uh, digital instruments. And you can really, see, you can hear that in your music. It's like very, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. It's like different from everything else. So it's, it's one of the things that I, I truly enjoy about your music specifically. So thank you. I like that. All right, let's uh, see. What are these questions that we skipped? Um, was it the moment or moments that you could share that was that the one? I think it was. If, if I could pick one. Uh, oh, the one, question. If I could know the answer to one question. Yeah, if you could um, know the complete and honest truth to one question, what would you ask? Okay. I think just to answer my last question lightheartedly, I would be, um, I would want to know when uh, Nintendo is going to put uh, good animations in their next Pokemon game. <laughs> you need to ask those. These are the hard hitting questions you need to ask these people in, of Nintendo. Anybody out there watching, if you work for Nintendo, let's get an answer to this question. <laughs> and then was there another one that we missed? Uh, what was the other one? Mm, I don't know. I think that might have been in the straw there was only one okay cool if that's the one that you can remember then I, I, that's the one i really remember because it was so broad <laughs> okay there, that's the end of the interview questions but we have a couple more questions it's just promotion a little bit for yourself and a little bit for the show okay so what do you have coming up and is there anything you want to plug or promote Okay, well, um, to plug, uh, I guess just, um, I just released a single called um, The Big Hill, just on the 19th. Um, it's a, a single to my new, um, my new album, which will go on the, uh, it'll be on the coming up side of the question. Uh, it's coming out um, August 23rd. Uh, it's like a story of growing up in the suburbs uh it's 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 you know without telling too much it's like each song uh 
kind of grows up a little bit. Um, and the big hill is the first song on the album. It's the, the youngest song, so to speak. And it's about nostalgia and stuff like that and being the youngest. And um, it's, that one is available everywhere and it's out now. And like I said, Suburban Child's out the 23rd. That's very cool that you're putting out an actual album with a, it's a project that you put thought into the actual album itself. It's like most nowadays you just hear a lot of singles coming out and most people's albums are just songs that they threw together. And it's kind of like a throwback to the past where like artists would actually have their songs tell a story. And so I like that you're doing that and you're bringing it back. So thank you. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I took a, I did it over the, 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 the lockdown. So I had a, a lot of time to think about that kind of stuff. You use your lockdown for good purposes. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. The next question is um, just a little bit of promotion for the show. Um, you, you've been on ear nugs before mm -hmm. that one is for music videos. And then now you're today you're on interview nugs. So interview nugs is open for anybody out there who wants to be interviewed. So Anybody out there that you could recommend for interview nugs? Um, interview. So interview nugs is for, sorry, it's for anyone or it's for like music people. Anyone. I I've recently done one with just a YouTube creator. I've done one. I have one scheduled for a comedian coming up. So anybody out there that wants promotion or anything like that, that you can think of. Um, so I know um, there's this SoundCloud artist. Uh, he recently put out, not recently, maybe like half a year ago, it was, um, he put out this single named um, Hooked on You. Um, it was, it was, I don't know how to describe it. I guess it's also um, like sort of electronic, like indie, indie pop. Um, very good. He's very good. Um, he's in my contact list. I don't know how to describe him, but um, he puts out like a single every couple, uh, every couple months. Um, he's very good. Um, I know someone, uh, Rosemary Cuevas, uh, she's an actress. Um, she, uh, she's an actress like slash publicist. Um, um, she did the, the publicity for my album. I guess that's like a, a double, uh, uh, plug for her um so i i think she's really talented um um she did the the artwork for my um my instagram posts we did we went for kind of like a zany style um there that's like my face on the the i don't know why i'm doing so much hand stuff she went um <laughs> she like put my face on the the cast of the wiggles um I don't know. Oh, I really I like. I saw that. I, I yeah. saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I really like her style. Um, 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 I know a lot of uh, producers. There's uh, uh, like Zach uh, Keefe. He uh, he's someone on my um, Instagram. Uh, he he like designed his own um, sound studio. I guess you could call it a recording studio. He made it all himself. Um, I, I know a lot of people, but I guess those are the three I would shout out off the top of my head being put on the spot. Um, okay. And then what about for ear nugs? Do you know anybody out there that's trying to promote any music videos? Um, music videos. I'd have to 
think a little more about that, but I'm okay. sure I, I'm sure I know some. If you think of any and um, just send me, send me the links, just send, send me links. a message. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I'll get in, I'll try to get in contact with them. Okay. All right. That's the end of the show, everybody. I had a great time here with John Greska and uh, we will catch all of you guys next time. Peace. Bye everyone.